everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. We are officially off of the Chiefs bye week, which is so exciting. We survived the bye week, y'all. Um, and I just want to say the Chiefs have won their bye week. This was an insane off week for us. Um, all the teams we needed to lose did go ahead and lose, which was fantastic. Um, and Travis Kelsey is a winner with Taylor Swift. So uh, karma, karma is a guy on the Chiefs, right? <laughs> and you know what? What he did was red. What he did was oh. red. It was it was just a fun weekend. We all are apparently like Swifties now. So um, happened very quickly. But we also have a very special guest joining us tonight on Kingdoms Queens. We have Miss Kylie Winfrey from Kingdom Cast, and she's joining us. So thank you for being here with us, Kylie. Oh my uh, gosh! Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I'm I know so it's excited. been it's been a hot minute since we had you on here with us. So I know too long. I I just you guys I love what you guys are doing over here. I love that the like the woman voice, the female voice over here. I'm so I'm just I'm really excited to be Absolutely. here. Thank you. And that's what you are. So you got to come on our show more often. But yes, I would love to. Yeah. Uh, but I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. I'm Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm here. <laughs> Can y'all see me? Yeah. Yes. Jody's a little glitchy tonight. So hopefully that gets better, but <laughs> yeah, I might have to leave for a second. But I'm a um oh no. Uh -oh. Well, we we can transition. <laughs> can y'all hear me? Yeah. Give me to week 10. Oh. <laughs> it was crazy. Start week 10. Go, go, go. Recap. Week 10. Bengals, Texans. You guys, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. The Texans, we called that upset on Kingdoms Queens last week. We thought the Texans could come in and potentially beat the Bengals. And you guys, they, the Texans are, they found someone in Stroud, man. He is playing fantastic football. So, you know, we... I, it's not that I ever. No, okay, I do root for the root for the Bengals to lose, but <laughs> I do think the Texans are kind of like this, kind of like the Cinderella story team of this season. They, we saw a lot of this fire kind of come into the end of last season where they had nothing to lose, nothing really to play for, and instead of just bowing out and saying "see ya, we're done with the season," they continued to fight. And you're seeing that this season, and I'm I'm loving watching these Texans, but it's also kind of. Like, man, are we going to see them in the playoffs? And could they be that team to unseat, you know, to use a, a no. sporting KC, could they be speed a sporting KC to unseat St. Louis City? You know, you the last <laughs> seed to unseat the first seed. You know, could it happen? I don't know. Let's hope not. But right. congrats to the Texans, man. They're, they're fun to watch right now. They're super fun. Um, they're one of those surprising teams that comes out of nowhere, kind of like the Bengals a few years ago. Yeah. And then they go and beat the Bengals. So I think that's kind of ironic um, because Bengals really are. I mean, they've had a weird record kind of going, but they are one of the better teams in the league. Yeah. I still do believe that. And I think they're still going to fight their way to the playoffs. I don't yeah. know that they'll make it for sure because they do have a lot of losses that aren't in their favor. Yeah. They beat the NFC teams, but they're not quite beating the AFC. So that when it comes to playoffs, who knows? But the Texans are a lot of fun to watch. Um, so I'm really looking forward to see what they do this season. I think even if they don't make it quite to the playoffs this season, I think CJ Stroud is going to be a problem for the league. So <laughs> he's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm actually so I'm kind of bummed because I wasn't able to watch that full game and I was getting these updates and I was like, oh, my gosh, like that. I kind of thought maybe the Texans could pull it out just because the Bengals have had like this kind of thing going on. But yeah, you guys called it. So kudos to you guys for calling that uh, that upset. But I don't know. That game was interesting. Like you said, like the Texans seem to have like a really good thing going and I'm kicking myself because I actually have Noah Brown on my fantasy oh, team no. and I sat him because I sat him <laughs> oh, and no. he ended up I know he ended up having a monster day he had like a hundred like 70 yards or something crazy and they just came to play they came ready to play and I just feel like obviously the Bengals were short T Higgins and so that obviously hindered yeah. them a little bit but they also couldn't really get the running game going and when you're not that Jamar Chase didn't have a good game but you got to rely on someone else and without T Higgins and you're not running the ball it was just yeah. it was hard it was tough but um, I'm happy that they lost because, yeah, I'm never, like Chrissy said, I'm never rooting for the Bengals. I'm always rooting against them, if I'm being honest. Always. I can never root for the Bengals, ever. <laughs> never. Never. So, never. Never again. I feel like I, know, I there's... picked out again. No, you're mm -hmm. good. You're good. Okay. You're here, and it's your turn. Perfect timing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are talking about the Bengals Texans game. Yes. Which beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It was all I will say, I think I heard one of y'all talk about it. We did call this out on the podcast last week. Yeah. We were definitely not going to be surprised at all if the Bengals took an L. But, you know, week 10 was just kind of crazy around the league in general. I feel like I'm super glitchy. You're good. Just keep going. Your, your audio is coming through. Yeah, your audio is okay right now. Maybe. Maybe we shouldn't have said it. We did not come to it. Oh no. Uh, um, Jody, maybe connect from your phone if this keeps happening. Yeah, try connecting from your phone. Gosh, okay. We well, um, Jody well, we will do that. that. She, she loved that that loss for the Bengals. <laughs> she loves the loss for the Bengals. So we'll move on. And if Jody has other things she wants to bring back up for that game, she can. We'll move on to the Ravens versus the Browns. Yeah. The Browns, who <clears throat> I, I swear that's like, you know, it's one of those division rivalries where you just never know what's going to happen. But I, I do want to say a lot of there was some Twitter stuff going on where everyone was like, man, Deshaun Watson, this is why Cleveland brought you here. I'm like, guys, he didn't even he didn't do anything. Like, I'm like, like yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, stop. Ew, first of all, you. But second of all, he didn't even <laughs> do anything. Ew. So, yeah, just small you, you know, with the big yeah. capital letters. But. <laughs> I mean, I, I have no concerns about the Ravens. I think it's one of those division games that are just, they don't mm -hmm. make sense. Um, I still think the Ravens are a fantastic team. I think they are the team besides the Chiefs to beat in the AFC. Um, so, yeah. But still, I just, I, I'm, I don't like the Browns. And I never will like the Browns. They're a team I'm very emotionally mad at all the time. Because I think they're <laughs> horrible. Um, but Ravens will be fine, but I, I do appreciate the Ravens losing helps us out. So right. it's kind of, yeah, the, the NFC North or sorry, AFC North is just like a bloodbath. Um, those yeah. teams just tear each other apart. And then somehow the Steelers just keep on winning too, which blows my mind <laughs> because it's like every game, it's, <laughs> down, it's like down to the last seconds and they somehow just pull out wins. And I'm like, Steelers to me are not good, but they kind of remind me of the Raiders right now where they just keep winning. Like yeah. Raiders are like second in the division, which who would have thought? Yeah, they're five and five. For us, I mean. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's bizarre. But 
yeah, I mean, the Browns and Ravens, you know, they were going to go at it. I'm surprised it was as high scoring as it was because um, those defenses have been really, really good. And I will say the games this weekend made me appreciate the Chiefs defense a lot. Yeah. So uh, just because there were some high scoring games and I was not expecting it. So, but yeah, uh, good thing taking down the Ravens a notch and yeah, good thing for us on the bye week. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing with two defenses as strong as the Ravens and the Browns. It was really surprising to see. It was like, what, 32, 33 to 31 or something, I think, was the final score. Yeah, like 31 to 30 or something. Very high score. Yeah, yeah, very crazy. And then the Browns end up missing a field goal or an extra point, and then they end up going back down the field and getting that field goal. So it was just, it was crazy. Um, It feels like the Ravens haven't, weren't really able to play a complete game. But I know that's something they've kind of struggled with on and off. But I do think, to your point, that they're still one of the strongest teams in the AFC, right, with the Chiefs. Um, They still very much scare me when it comes to what that um, offense is able to do, what Lamar is able to do, and, of course, that defense. But I can't cheer for Deshaun. I just have a hard time for it. I don't really cheer for the – yeah, I'm not going to cheer for the Browns. But I'm happy that they beat the Ravens. We needed them to take another loss. I think it's – I think this is a tough one for both the the Bengals and the Ravens because, you know, they're going right back into a game on Thursday night between the two of them. That's going to be a tough matchup. So it's possible. Crazy matchup. I can't wait to watch that game. But it is possible that maybe the Ravens were thinking they could get by the Browns and then maybe focus on the Bengals. I don't know. It was interesting. But glad they took an L. I do hope that they win here in a couple days. But uh, we'll worry about that later. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think Jody is still glitching, so we'll move on to Bills versus Broncos. Jody, check your phone, turn your Wi-Fi off, and try to join us just like with your service or something. Yeah. But Bills versus Broncos, that was one of the craziest fourth quarters. (laughs) I mean, the game altogether was crazy. It was very reminiscent of the Chiefs-Broncos game where there was all these turnovers. And then, oh my gosh, the way this game ended with... I mean, I was watching the Manning cast. I've never watched the Manning cast, but having the Holmes on there, it, it sucked me in. But I was listening to Peyton during the the end where he was like, they should just they should just kick it on third down because otherwise they're going to have to rush their team in, which is what you saw. You saw total yeah, chaos yeah. with like 23 seconds left or something, running on, sprinting on. And luckily it worked in their favor because – there was 12 men on the field for, <clears throat> for the uh, bills, but having that missed field goal and then having 12 on the field. And then they had all this time to just finish the game. I think it was with what, 13 seconds left. You guys, 13, uh-huh. 13 seconds. Oh, it's so unfortunate. For How about them. that? How about um, <laughs> but I, I am curious what you guys think about the um, pass interference call that was called um, against the bills on that underthrown ball to Jerry Judy. I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are on on that call. It's very I controversial. Think, I think I agreed with the call. Um, I think he really did kind of, it, it's one of those tough calls. Like <clears throat> it might not get called every time, but it might get called some of the time and it just yeah. happened to get called. Um, he just the way the defender came down, it was like right before the ball was like his way. So it, it kind of was he turned very late. Yeah. 
So I, I kind of agreed with the call, but I know it was very controversial. And then the 12th man on the field at the end, and that kind of decided the game because the Broncos did miss that initial field goal to, uh, to win the game. <laughs> and then the Bills were so unorganized that they had 12 men on the field. And Yeah, it was pure chaos. Oh, it was yeah. like the running of the Bulls. Just everyone was like sprinting everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. I've, I mean, it really, like you said, it was reminiscent of our game because – or our game against the Broncos a few weeks ago, because yeah. um, just the chaos of events that happened throughout the game, like the bills just kept turning the ball over. Russell Wilson still didn't even have 200 yards. I mean, in passing, he, he had some great throws though. He did. Um, um, but I think, I think it's never been in doubt that he, I don't think he can throw the ball deep anymore. We saw on that very, very underthrown ball. I mean, granted he had pressure in his face almost immediately on, on, they brought full pressure on him two times in a row. But I don't think he's got that super, super deep ball anymore. But I do think that he can still hit a a really tight pass. Um, and Cortland Sutton seems to be the guy in the end zone who can catch those crazy contested catches. So um, <clears throat> even though he misses some easier catches, I still don't. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I still don't get that. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. It was such a that catch. Well, the whole sequence, that entire sequence, but the throw, yeah. the way he was able to, he like, I think he spun around twice and then threw it uh, and it was factual. I don't know. That was a crazy. And then for him to Portland Sutton, Sutton to be able to have that awareness of the field to keep his feet in and the, it, unbelievable toe drag swag, mm -hmm. if that's what you want to call it. It was crazy. Right. Um Russ, Russ still has some movement in the pocket, I feel yeah. like. And that's something I was a little surprised by. Like, you know, you were talking about how I don't know if he can really hit the deep ball anymore. And I think you're right on that. But I was surprised at how mobile he was. Yeah, um, I, I feel like they kind of limited limited him that way last season. And then towards mm -hmm. the end of the season, you saw him starting to use his legs more, which is something he was really known yeah. for in Seattle, right? right. I think yeah. he needs to continue doing that because that's what made him so special. Right. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that. And I think that's kind of what Sean Payton starting to figure out maybe what clicks for this offense. And maybe, yeah. I mean, the offense hasn't really been the problem most of the season, but it does feel like they're starting to kind of figure some things out. Um, the bills, oh gosh, guys, Josh Allen and these turnovers, I, I <laughs> he like leads the league in turnovers. Leads he has, I think he led the league last it's year too. And years yeah. Going. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. I, mean, I think since like 2020 or something, right? Yeah, like and, the last few years. And, and he just gets about it. it's chaos. Like it it's chaos when he's back there. He like gets mm -hmm. all frazzled and he just he panics yeah. and he makes really bad decisions. And <laughs> it's I hard almost, to watch, guys. It's yeah. really hard to watch. Like I for a while I was like, oh, there he goes throwing an interception again. But after a while, it's kind of cringy. Like I'm just like, this is it's remarkable that he's able, yeah, yeah. Like what are we doing? And yeah, I don't know. They got some, I think obviously, you know, we saw them fire their OC this morning. I don't know yeah. that I, I was completely shocked. I didn't see that. I feel coming. like he was a scapegoat for that. I agree with you. I agree with you. Cause I'm like, I don't feel like that was the right call. I feel like it was a little bit reactive and yeah. um, I think there's maybe some deeper issues there, but when you, when you see, I think there was like Bill's fans on Twitter, like, Oh, this is long overdue. And I'm like, really? I don't know. Maybe I'm a Chiefs fan, so I'm not right. paying as but close. The thing is, is their offense is still ranked like in the top five yeah. to ten in the league, and they've been a consistent offense. You look at the turnovers. That's not the offensive coordinator's fault that they're turning the ball over like they are. That is mainly on Josh Allen, who can't 
stay composed for a game to save his life. I'd say the biggest issue is they're not using Stefan Diggs like they need to be using. Like he's out there running routes. He had like what 40, 40 well, something yards, if that. Should yesterday? we talk about um Trayvon Diggs and his tweet? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So, I Stephon, love Trayvon yeah. Diggs. He says what we all want to say, you know. I, I love some of these players that say stuff on Twitter or X that you yes. like, wouldn't normally hear. But Trayvon is out for the season, so he's just sitting at home watching. Um, right. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL or Achilles. I can't even remember which one it was now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was tweeting. So that's for those who don't know, you probably do know, but he is Stefan Diggs' brother who plays for the Cowboys. But he was tweeting yesterday saying, uh, kind of basically saying that uh, he kind of made Josh Allen into a better quarterback. Josh Allen wasn't that great before Stefan got there and all that good stuff. And I feel like there's been some drama in that Bills locker yeah. room. Um, just even in the off season too, remember there were those rumors about Stefan Diggs and like how he wasn't happy there. Then he kind of yeah. killed those rumors. And then like when they started doing well and then they start doing bad and then it gets all dramatic again. So yeah, he only had 34 yards. He had three catches for 34 yards yesterday. Yeah. So that is a problem. Yeah. He's Especially your best receiver. Right. And you don't have other weapons, really. That's I mean, I guess end. you could say Gabe Davis, but I mean. Yeah, but I mean, you can't just rely <laughs> on Gabe Davis the whole game. That's like Right, a, and you don't have a running game, really. So, <laughs> right. That's like an MBS stat, you know? Yeah. Like, MBS fun. puts up 34 yards. <laughs> like, not stuff. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, MBS. I love you, but. <laughs> Imagine Stefan Diggs. $11 million 30-yard receiver. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, we digress. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But overall, yeah, the, the turnovers with Josh Allen are becoming a huge problem. I think people love to talk about like Dak Prescott and his turnovers on the Cowboys. He's actually been a really impressive quarterback this season, I think. Um, so I don't know. I think the Bills, they have a lot to figure out. I think their coach, from what I'm hearing, like from Sean McDermott, he is not um he's not being very transparent. He's giving like very like non-answers he's just not being open with anything and why they fired him and you know the thing is with the bills it's like if they had won that game last night they probably would not have fired their offensive coordinator right but because they lost they had a reason to fire him and i don't really know what their problem is but i can't imagine that makes things much better in that locker room especially if sean isn't being transparent about it so right right that's kind of my I mean, I, yeah and i feel like i think you maybe said it earlier but all of the off-field issues, or not off-field issues, but all the things that were going on in the off-season with Stefan Diggs and hearing he was unhappy and you just wonder, it just feels like we're only scratching the surface with some of these issues with the Bills. And yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see what happens as the season progresses and if they're able to get back on track and make the playoffs. Because honestly, the Bengals and the Bills are both on the outside looking in right now, which is yeah. really crazy. Like if the playoffs start tomorrow, I believe the Texans are in and those two teams are out. Yeah, exactly. Which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. She's back. Do we have you? <laughs> we, you're here. Speak. Hi. <laughs> oh no. I'm seconds from being like a person watching in the comments. <laughs> oh my god. I'm over it. I'm over streaming. <laughs> Why is it not working? I don't know. I have no clue. Anyway. Well, it's working right now. Do you want to give yeah, any? It's working. Really, really good. I'm not going to add anything else in because your conversation has been great. So I'll keep going and I'll just jump in wherever. 
<laughs> I, I think we were about ready to move on to the top or who our top seven teams to make the playoffs are as of today. Mm-hmm. Which okay. I'm not gonna lie, gave me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> that was that was a struggle because I'm like, is this a hot take? I don't know where I'm at right now, but no. I'll I'll start. Let me get to my I'm notes sorry. over here. Let me get them moving because as of right now, if we're just looking at the top seven rankings here, it like currently as it stands, it's Kansas City, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Miami, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Houston. Right. Cincinnati and Buffalo are below that line. Um, right there with Indianapolis and yes. Vegas. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but I, okay. I'm just going to say, I feel like that I I've got the chiefs as one. I've got the Ravens as two. I have the dolphins as three. And right now this is probably crazy, but I have the Texans as four. Um, yeah. So does that mean you have three still? And I think they're going to, they're going to win their division still. Oh, okay. That was my question. So, um, I still think the dolphins are going to win their division. However, I have the Texans potentially winning the AFC South because the jazz. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence can't throw a touchdown, um, (laughs) to save his life. And I know they have ETN, but I don't know. They're just, they seem to be very temperamental. The Jaguars are, and their scoring is just very volatile. And the Texans seem to be really feeling themselves right now. So um, they found something in their quarterback. And so that's, that's at least my division winners. I think um, the Bengals are going to squeak there. I think they're a better team than, than what we saw this past week. Um, And I do think the bills could squeak in there as seven. So, um, and the Jags potentially as well. So, um, I don't know. I, I just, I think the Texans could win the AFC South and I think the dolphins as of right now, I am still picking the dolphins to beat mm-hmm. the bills in yeah. the AFC East. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree to that. I feel I also, similar. Um, I obviously think chiefs end up with the one seed. I just don't see us slowing down, really. I, I obviously think we're going to win our division, especially. Yes, speeding um, up. Yeah, we're going to. This is where we get hot, usually. But yeah, I see Chiefs with the one. I actually agree. I see Ravens with the second seed. Um, I think they're going to pick up their momentum just fine. Um, I see. I still have the Jags. Well, actually, okay. I think Dolphins still a third seed. I agree with you there. I still think the Jags will win, but I do think the Texans will steal like a wild card spot. So I do so think the Jags are six and three, and the Texans are five and four. Yeah, and so they're right there. Uh huh. And actually, don't the Texans have a win on them? Yeah, already. So they could. They I mean, tiebreaker. Easily take it. They're getting really hot right now. They're feeling themselves, like you said. So, I would not be surprised if they take it right now. I'm still going to take the Jags just due to experience, but, um, but I think the Texans could take that. I do think they take a wild card either way. And then, like you said, I think, um, I think the Browns get like a six or seven seed, and I think either the Bills or the Bengals will get one of those. I just emotionally cannot put the Browns in there. I just can't do it. 
I understand. I don't care. I just can't do it. I don't care if that's emotional or not. I can't do it. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if they made it because they're rolling right now. And, and then I hope they are a first round exit. And and the Texans schedule is super easy for the next few weeks. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. When you compare their schedule to everybody else's, they should be able to go and pull out a few more wins. I mean, especially against like the Jets, the Titans, the, the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they should be able to go get a few more yeah wins. they've got the titans twice they've got the colts they've got the cardinals they've got the jets and the yeah i mean the the two hardest games are going to be the jags and the browns and honestly the broncos that could be a tough game too with how they've been playing but you still a majority think, of their schedule is pretty do chill. you guys think the broncos could sneak in for a wild card spot okay i have them as no. an eight right now no <laughs> you guys got a lot of stuff who okay but you have the broncos and the Bills they're like and the my, Bengals. Like they're like yeah. on the they're on the outs. On the cusp. I do not have the Broncos anywhere near. I think it's a flu. They're playing better football. I don't know. Are, are they? Okay. I, I want to go. I want to go back to this one second because I did just speak to them playing somewhat better on offense. But I also think that, and someone said it in the comments, that the offensive, the other team's turnovers are really benefiting the Broncos offense. No kidding. Yeah. So when you think about, yeah, you know, I'm not that they, that they aren't doing better. They are, and their defense is obviously performing better, but I don't know if that's an offense Field that can take position. them all the way. Yeah. Like, here's my question about all those turnovers. Are those self-inflicted turnovers? Cause some of them are, or is the Denver defense doing something suddenly that is causing teams to have all these turnovers? Because I mean, it's just it's one of those things. Like I don't want to disrespect the the Denver Broncos defense because originally they were talked about how they were horrible this season, but they've been a great defense in the past. Yeah. So it's like, are they doing something to flood these extra turnovers? But like you said, Kylie, that that when we played the Broncos, what their field position was like around the fifty and closer. They got the ball and, close at yeah. the forty and yeah. So that that's a great point. Like, can they? If if they if their defense isn't causing turnovers, can they score consistently going the full fledge of the field? That is a great point. So I let's run through this can... real ahead. quick with with the Broncos. So they play the Vikings next, which with Dobbs and apparently he's the new MVP candidate. I don't know if you've uh -huh. heard that or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean that could be. I'm glad we played the Vikings earlier because I do think that they're yeah. gelling a little bit more now. Yeah. Uh, then they play the Browns. I I don't know. And then they play the Texans. That's three tough games in a row, really, if you think about – I don't know. And then they play the Chargers. Then they go to the Lions. Then they play the Pats, Chargers, and Raiders. So they've got a they're tough stretch yeah. here. <laughs> they're not I don't want the Broncos in the playoffs because if we meet the Broncos in the playoffs, that is not – I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think you have a better chance of the Raiders making it than the than the Broncos at this point. The, oh, the, the Raiders, Raiders and their cigar celebrations. After them. See, I think that's great for them. I think that's exactly what they needed to do. They're finally starting to have like some team chemistry and they're finally starting to have some type of something with the organization that they didn't have before. And just like the Broncos have won their last two, the Raiders have as well. So I mean I don't buy it. Look who have the who have the Raiders played? I have more, but I think the Raiders are better all around than the Broncos right now. And they have a terrible quarterback. I think yeah, they have I coaching. They're just weird teams. And the Raiders, 
they kind of remind me of the Steelers too. I think I said that earlier where they just like keep winning. They just like find random ways to win. And it's like, who you're the Raiders. Like you're not supposed to randomly win. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kylie, no. who were your seven? Did I miss them? Did you go through them already? Uh, I didn't really go through all of them, but I think it'll be the Chiefs, the Ravens. Uh, let's see the Dolphins. I had picked them at the beginning of the year to win that division. Um, you know, after looking at the Texans, schedule and then comparing it to the Jags, the Jags actually have a tough stretch. I believe they play the Bengals still. They haven't played them yet. I think they still play the Ravens. Um, they play the Texans again. Like I do think that there's a possibility where it could be the Texans. Um, they play the Browns too. And they play the Browns too. So, and we know the AFC North is a really tough division. Like that's like going to be, that's a tough stretch for them. And it does feel like they're a little out of sync right now. So that's a little, problematic for them yeah it's um, texans Bengals, browns ravens like that's a really tough four game stretch i love that they're beating them. each other i mean i love also yes AFC is beating each other up handle each other before you get over here Please. <laughs> do all of that over there before you come to the AFC. <laughs> yeah. there's so many teams that are five and four or four and five or five I'm and five like, yeah it's, it's gonna crazy. be we just Chiefs Playoffs are going to be interesting. Yeah. I feel like the NFC side, it's pretty clear who's going to be in the playoffs, minus maybe the final two or so teams. But I feel like the AFC, once again, and it just, <laughs> it's always another quarterback. Like now CJ Stroud is in the AFC. Like, and then Bryce Young goes <laughs> to the Panthers and he's not doing anything. They're the worst team in the NFL. It's like, why do all the good quarterbacks have to come to the AFC? It's insane. It's insane to me. It's such a bloodbath over here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think I'm going uh, Chiefs Ravens. I picked Jags at the beginning of the year, so I'm going to roll with that. I also said Trevor Lawrence was going to be the MVP. You see how that's going. I just dropped uh, him in fantasy, so that tells you how yes, that's going. I did too. <laughs> so ugly. Come on, Trevor. Come on. Thanks so much for that. Um, I do think. Texans, I think Browns, and if I had to go between like Bills and Bengals, I would probably go Bengals getting the wild card over the Bills. They are just in turmoil right now. And I know y'all talked about the game last night, but I mean, am I surprised that that's how Josh Allen <laughs> played? Absolutely not. He's no. not a good I bet you were oh, sitting in bed I'm... watching that with the biggest <laughs> grin on your face. I feel like I've been telling y'all for years now that Josh Allen is not a good quarterback. I told y'all. And we said it this season or the beginning of this season of Kingdoms Queens that we think that the Bills door is shutting and that they've yeah. missed their chance. They are, they are imploding right now. Like <laughs> Their window pretty much shut after 13 seconds and it never opened back up. And, that's and how many 13 seconds games did you notice last night? Was so many. 13 seconds oh game? my gosh. Did There's you notice? Like more. Yikes. <laughs> there is a scenario where both those teams miss. And I would be I totally fine it's with that. True. Right, right now. As of right now. Yeah. Yeah. As of yeah, right, right now, now, they're both out. End of today. Wow, 11. If well, the season ended today, the Bengals and Bills would not be in it. That's crazy. Bye-bye. Well, let's go ahead. We just came off of a bye week. Like y'all said earlier, we won it, and it was great. But we finally got our Super Bowl rematch this week. It's something that we've all been looking forward to for a minute, and we're excited to be back at Arrowhead for Monday Night Football. So let's get into it. 
What are your thoughts about what this offense should do and who it should be going into this Monday night football game against the Eagles? Okay, I'm going to say the big thing I need to see is I need to see Rashi Rice getting more targets because, good God, if he gets targeted two times this game, I'm going to lose my my mind, okay? <laughs> and we need to give the ball to Pacheco on third and short. Oh, my gosh. The words that I have to filter around my children, and I have to censor myself when Andy Reid will not just give it to our angry running running back on third and one. Like, dear God, just please. No, we won't be mad at you if he doesn't get it. I promise we will be like, okay, at least we did it. Like, thank you. We're not going to be mad. But if you throw it and does something, or if you do a stupid play like you've been doing all season, I'm going to be a little ticked, Mr. Andrew. So <laughs> my big things here, I'm not worried about our our defense. I think they're going to do great. Um, I do wish we had Nick Bolton back there, but I, I think our linebackers can hold down the fort. I just I need Pacheco and I need Rashi Rice to be more involved. That those are my two big ones because they have been two of the most consistent players on our team. They have got to be more involved. So that's and my no big great. rant for this game. Yeah, Noah Gray too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Feed us more Noah Gray. Like feed Noah Gray. Feed Pacheco. Feed the guys that are consistent. I don't get why we're not doing that. Um I think. <sighs> I mean, just with our offense, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles, their defense to me was way better last season. But even so, with their number one defense last season, we still put up 38 points in the Super Bowl. And our offense got it clicking. I hope we just see our offense clicking like we got to see them do towards. I mean, we had really good moments last season, all season long, but then we had low lows, too. We did. Um, we had games even throughout because I know last week we were saying like, okay, how was our offense like week 10 last year? And, you know, that's when we played the Rams last season. And the, even that Rams game, like we won pretty well, but it still wasn't like the best offensive game. So, I mean, the Chiefs, they're going to figure it out. I have no doubt in that. We Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Do not get that confused with anyone else. Like I, I see all these crazy takes all over the internet and I'm like, maybe you're forgetting because he hasn't played football in a week, but he's not, he'll be fine. Um, and I think we need to see, I think it shows when Travis Kelsey doesn't have a good game. Like last week, he only had what 14 yards. Yeah. Um, and when he has a big game, he he's, he's just such a difference maker. So I would really like to see our tight ends have a big game. I know that Philadelphia is really good at stopping the run this season. Yeah. So that does worry me a little bit for Pacheco, especially because our run game has been so hit or miss. Like when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> so. I just don't want Andy Reid giving up on the run too quickly because I feel like he does that yeah, sometimes. Does. Throughout the game, defenses wear that. down. Mm -hmm. So Well, they also need to get McKinnon involved. Like, yeah, like it's the second half of the season. Yeah. Unleash McKinnon, please. Yeah, like where is he at? It's week eleven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's yeah. Had, he's still had a few touchdowns, and but one guy yeah. called the heck. I feel like you need to see the screen game a little bit more incorporated. I feel like yes. that's where Andy shines and we haven't really seen much of that, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, it could be like, that's a second half play he's trying to pull back, but um, I agree with you. I think we need a more balanced attack to your point though, Lexi, um, the Eagles are really great at stopping the run. So that's going to be a challenge. Although I do think we need Pacheco to have at least 15 carries. Um, it's going to have to be, yeah, it'll be challenging, but I also want to see, so we haven't seen much of Tony. I heard Andy say the other day, you know, I'm really trying to protect, not protect him, but 
preserve him. Make sure him, he's okay I guess. from his yeah. yeah. And, you know, coming off of a bye, like, I don't know how you can get more healthy. I mean, you've got throughout the rest of the season, like this is probably the healthiest he'll be because he's had two weeks to rest. So I would like to see him get more involved. Um, when we played the Dolphins, we saw him in a little bit of a slant. I feel like that's how they should yeah. be using him. He that was, was a able great to, play. Yeah, he's awesome at yards at Yak and yards after the catch. But you have to be able to present him with that opportunity. And when we're giving him the ball behind the line of scrimmage, it just doesn't happen for him. So I want to see us get the ball out in front of him. I see him a little slant, like I said. Use him in a different way, and I think um, that'll help him a little bit. And then I would love to see Rasheed Rice get more. Like I think it was halfway through the second quarter, and then he kind of disappeared. I don't think he had any other he targets. He had that huge yeah. play that and scored it. a touchdown, and they're like, we're good. Go yeah. take a seat. Bye. No receivers. And last Our week, I, I keep saying last week, but in, two weeks ago, no receivers when we looked through the stats. No one had over three catches. Not one receiver out of every single that? one, even including Travis Kelsey. No one had over three. So it's like, I don't know how, I don't know if we're really just trying to spread the ball out between all the receivers, but that's clearly not working at this point, especially yeah, it's dumb. the receivers they're having certain receivers are having great flashes right now. So it would be nice to see more from KT. It would be nice to actually get me active, like get me out there. We know what he can do. We've seen what he's been able to do for us. I don't understand why we're not using him more it's not like he's someone who's never been on this team before he knows how to adjust exactly i trust him so i would like to see a lot more um miko harman this week as well um and mckinnon i think mckinnon really needs to get activated into this game and like i would i'd like to bring up something about Nicole when you're done too no i was just gonna say it I get that we have so many great guys on this team, but it's really time to just kind of hone in and go on this playoff run. Like, focus on the guys who are going to come in here and make that impact week after week, build their confidence up, get their reps in, let them feel good about what needs to happen because we are going against some really great teams in this back half of the schedule, and we're going to have to put up 27, 30-plus points a game to win these games. And that includes having an incredible defense. So, yeah. Um, I'll bring up when just to segue off of of this. Um, I also think that our return game needs to be much more just lame. Like I can't think of the right word. I don't need to see these flashy catches and runs. I don't need to see you run backwards to Marcus Robinson style 10, 15 yards to try to make this big roundabout play up the middle or something. Just let the ball go. I will say yeah. that. I do not feel that inside the tent. Packers or just say, you know, bounce your heart's content. Leave I want to add to this because I was watching just a little bit of Eagles film um, versus, I watched their game versus the Cowboys and then versus the Jets where they lost, right? Yeah. And I will say in both of those games, their special teams looked sloppy as heck. And they were allowing some really big punt returns and some really big kick returns. And as we know... In the Super Bowl, Kadarius Tony had that insane punt return um, against sure. them. So Correct. while I do agree, I actually think their special teams is a fault of theirs right now. Sure. Like, I think that's probably their biggest struggle. Um, their defense, give or take. But I think their just... special teams has cost them, like, some yardage. I mean, if you're watching, like, I know now Turpin on the um, Cowboys is, like, an all-pro punt returner. However, but he was getting up to like the 50 yard line consistently. Yeah. But Turpin is saying, like, don't be greedy. I think we have a return guy that is that good, though. 
No, we don't. That's why I said he's all. Yeah. I, I just like make good decisions. Don't like get the feel ball the ball inside the pen. Your job is to get the ball back to Patrick. Right. That's so like, yes, if there's a play that you're up, you catch it on like the 25 or 30 and you see that there's a, an opening go, that's fine. But if you are inside the 15 or the 10, just oh, either stop. catch the ball or don't field it. Because I feel like in those situations, the chance of you making something happen is next to none. So just please don't like make a stupid mistake by being greedy and wanting to make a difference and therefore making a poor difference instead of a positive difference. Like just be smart. And I feel like that's up to our coaching staff to really Thank coach you. these guys. Yes. Like yeah. please coach our return guys to just make good decisions. Like that's it. This is basic. Coach our guys better. Tobe, coach our guys better. I think it's yeah, I think the coaching goes across the board. I mean, outside yeah. of the defense, Andy's got to be better with coaching and play Agreed. calling. I mean, like we talked about the third and shorts. I don't I don't need to see Kadarius Tony throw the ball like, on a third and short. Yeah. Situation. You're not like a quarterback. Like, back. The cute like, what shit. are we doing? What yeah, are we doing? I just I'm over the cute shit. And then getting the yeah. right guys involved in the right plays and in the right position. Like I just yeah. I was I just think, thinking about that stupid yeah. one we did against the Broncos where we had like Noah Gray try to try to Ridiculous. sneak in what should have been a field goal. I mean, there's like such stupid things. And I know Andy just tries to get cute. And, like, no, that was Blake Bell. That wasn't Noah Gray. That was Blake Bell. Never it was. Messed it up. <laughs> Not putting that evil on Mr. Noah Gray. Very protective of him. <laughs> I know you are. I know. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about the offense. But also, like, at the end of the day, like, also, we, we do love Andy Reid, so. I mean, we love Andy Reid as but, much as I want, yeah. but coaching has to be better. <laughs> it has to be better this season. And maybe it's because Andy Reid has been doing this so long, and he, him and Patrick have been together for so many years, and teams yeah. are starting to figure us out. Andy Reid is supposed to be one of the best offensive coaches, coaches in general. He needs to be able to go in here and make these adjustments. And some of these halftime adjustments are not doing enough. They're not negative. Scoring, not scoring at all in the second half is a problem. Yeah, you know that's two I mean? games in a row, right? No right. second half touchdowns are scoring. That's a problem. I do so feel I like he gets really conservative. Like he sees that the defense is able to make those stops. And so he kind of pulls back yeah. a little bit. It's one of my, it's very frustrating to watch because you're it's like, you true. know what to do. You're just not. I literally, it. I literally am convinced like Andy Reed is just trolling us sometimes. I think he's like, Oh, cool. We're up 21 to zero. Let's just like pull back. Like let's, let's not see what our defense let's can do. Gas. Let's yeah. just, yeah, let's test out some things. Let's be cute again. And but you can see it on Patrick's face. He gets bored. Yeah, just let him loose. I, I feel like maybe him. he's on a really tight leash this year for whatever reason. Let the guy loose. Just let him go. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Let him play free. Oh my god! I feel like every week I've been saying like Patrick doesn't going. seem like himself. Like he's gonna go out there and win the game, yes, but he does not seem like his normal self that we've seen. He doesn't seem like he's having fun. I'm oh, really? rarely having fun. So I know. I've heard a lot. No. You know, no, during the game though, he seems ultra stressed. I've heard. I've had people tell me that actually, like. I had I had one of my friends text me the other day who she actually moved to Dallas, Jody, but she was like we used to watch Chiefs game together all the time when she lived here. And she was texting me and she's like, Why does he look so like mad every game? Like, why does he not look like he's having fun? I was like, you know, I was like, I think he is, but I think he's frustrated with how the offense is going right now. Exactly. And it's, yeah. Right. There's too much frustration. Yeah. 
when you know for a fact that Rashi Rice is going to drop the ball once every single game, that's but he hasn't it's been doing every that game. though. Yeah, every he's getting better about that. In the beginning of the season, yes, he lately he is not. Every game. No, he hasn't. No, he had he had like one game where he didn't. <laughs> Don't be coming after my rookie, okay? This is my boy. Someone, he's an SMU graduate. Nobody loves so, him more than me. What? Someone in the someone in the comments someone in the comments just said that Matt Nagy needs to do a whole lot better at the play calling. I don't think Matt Nagy's calling the play. No, I think he I might try know. to come up with some things for Andy, but Andy is the one who puts things in the name. I think Nagy actually said that in a press conference like a few weeks ago. He, he was like, because Nagy was asked why they're not running the ball. And he's like, well, if you know Andy Reid, and then he mm -hmm. kind of made a smirk. And I was like, that kind of tells me he, he's yeah, not he wanting to We've heard it in a variety of different ways, different people. Yeah. Kelsey said it, like you yeah. said, Matt Nagy kind of went on um, about it. Yeah. I will I say that's the difference though between him and EB though. If EB sees something's not working, he's going yes. to tell He was a check guy. He's not gonna do that. Yeah. yeah, he was a check guy. Nagy yeah. is more of a brown nosing yes man. Like, yeah. yes, that's a great yeah. idea. Oh, you want to yeah. go jump off a cliff with shark infested waters below? Okay, sure. That sounds great. Where Nagy or then EB would be like, hey, dude, that's stupid. Like, yeah. we're not that's stupid. Don't do yeah. that. And I, also, I think yeah. that's the big difference. So yeah, well, I also feel but like still EB, on Andy though. Like Andy has to is. know to make those decisions. So it is. But I also feel like with EB, there was a level of accountability that he held that Matt Nagy doesn't. I feel like the ball yeah. security was always a really big thing, and he would get in your face and be like, "This is not okay." Like I don't know that we're getting that from Nagy. Obviously, we're not in the room. We don't know for sure. But right. it does feel like there was a level of intensity that EB brought that Matt Nagy doesn't have. And yeah. I wonder if that is what leads to I poor think, execution. Yeah. You see it. You feel it missing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think most Chiefs fans can agree with that. It's like, and we all love DB so much and I'm happy he got another opportunity, but you do, I mean, you feel those things. And I think even the Eagles have felt that on their team, they lost both their offensive and defensive coordinator. I think it's showing on their defense that they lost their defensive coordinator. Yeah. If, yeah. We, lost, mm -hmm. if we have lost bags this off season, I can't Ooh. even imagine. No, I don't want to think about that. Let's see, you put that back and you lock. Sorry, that. sorry, sorry. So right. many people want to hear that. So many you people I've heard were like wanting was, to call him for his head. You know, the whole NFL coaching staffs listen to this and GMs. Like, don't I, give them I ideas. Know. I know. I know <laughs> Roger Goodell is listening right now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> um, so since that was a great segue to the defense, I do want to kind of chime in on something that I listened to today. I know we're going to get into this defense. Oh, yeah. We don't have. Um, I will say, I think every Chiefs fan is thrilled about the defense and they don't really have much complaints about them, which is Absolutely. great. I, think, feel, I feel like with everybody, the conversation is the offense and the special teams and more so just glorifying how great the defense is. But today, Trent McDuffie was on uh, Adam Schefter's podcast and he I was on there for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, but... God, how do you not love Trent McDuffie, right? I just love him. He's our little baby. He said something about the defense today that really stuck out to me, and it made me go, okay, these dudes are super locked in. Um, he was like, you know, yeah, last year we went out there, we won the Super Bowl, and we did our job. He was like, but we let them put 35 points on the board, and that is a problem. There's no way we're going to let them put 35 points on the board, especially with I love that. right now averaging 14 points per game. Um, they were like, 
you know, we can win the game, but if we let them put 35 points on the board, they're going to be a whole bunch of sour faces and bad attitudes in the room next week. So I feel like regardless of how this game goes, even if they win or lose, they're like, this defense needs to be who they are. Um, and we need to go out here and just make sure that we're staying locked down like we have been for the last 10 weeks. So hearing that was something yeah. that was great to hear. Well, you can tell that that locker, that defensive locker room is all on the same page. They are all in sync. They are clicking. Um, and you don't see that from our offense. Uh, but and what's so great well, about it? Oh, go ahead. Well, okay. So Trent also said, I also listened to, it was a great interview. It was pretty quick too. If you guys want to listen, it's the Adam Schefter podcast, but, um, but Trent did say too, he was like, he's like, I know. And he's like, this is something I've never felt on a defense I've played with before is that I can trust every single guy on the defense to make plays. Like he's like, I, we don't worry about each other. We know everyone is going to go out there and make a play. Like you know, like if Willie's over there, like he's going to go, like they just, they don't worry about each other. And I can say as Chiefs fans too, during at least the Patrick Mahomes era, we haven't had this in a long time where we feel like we trust our defense to go out there. And I don't, yeah. there's not a single guy I can think of that I'm like, Ooh, don't have him out there. Cause I'm, yeah, worried. there's not like a Daniel Sorensen or somebody, yeah. you know, sorry, Sorensen. <laughs> sorry, Sorensen. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. And had his moments, you know. He had his nice picks. He had his moments. He had his blow up in that tennis or, uh, game. But other than that, sorry, Dan. We are living in the current half of moments. Was it DeAndre Baker against the Bills? Whoever that was against the Bills during that 13-second game that he just kept getting cooked by Gabe Davis. Who was that? No, it doesn't even matter. I know. Uh, saying, like, there's, yeah. not a, there's not a guy like that. Yeah. There's not a guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't want to talk about him because I think he's still on the roster. Um. Anyway, regarding our defense, I will say they just have a brotherhood out there and you can tell the chemistry is for real and that we have the youngest snap adjusted defense in the league, the youngest snap adjusted defense in the league. Guys, we are going to have this defense for years to come. We're going to be able to sign some people with, I'm sorry, Chris Jones will probably be gone next year. We're going to be able to sign some people, bring some people back, but the, 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 bulk of our defense is so young right and it's just so awesome though oh mike hughes that's who it was mike that's hughes. who it was <laughs> oh yeah never mind i was thinking of a different guy <laughs> he's on special teams and i'm not a fan sorry uh anyways <laughs> i have nightmares about that yeah it was pretty bad what do you think kylie uh, so I'm excited about this game from, I, I haven't been this excited about a defense since the nineties, not to age myself, yeah. but that's honestly the last time I feel like we've had it. Not to um, age yourself. <laughs> it's way back when. Um, way back when we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just so excited. Like you said, like, like the way that he speaks about the defense and the way he says that we can trust and it feels like a brotherhood. Like that's just really awesome to hear. I do feel yeah. like make the way that we've seen them play against top wide receivers already this year. It makes me, I mean, obviously they have AJ Brown. That's going to be a concern, but I do think that they can lock him down. We also know that they've got Devonte Smith. He's a little faster. I think that they're going to be able between putting McDuffie on Smith, you've got Snead. You can get pair him with AJ Brown, maybe put a safety over the top. I think that they can lock them down. Um, I think it's going to be really important to keep this team from short yardage situations because they use the tush push so much. Oh so you God. want to make sure no, and, and they're successful. Yeah. They're like 95% success rate. Yeah. It's impressive. It's very impressive. So just dropping. yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, you just, you, you, so we, we want to be able to keep them from those situations because I feel like that's just an automatic gimme for them. Um, but I'm excited. I think, like you said, I think we're going to hold them to you know, a lower scoring game and it's going to be great. I also think um, with the tush push, I think our guys, because it was, it worked on us <laughs> on our defense every single time during the Super Bowl. I think our defense is going to show up and like really try to get a stop on one of the tush pushes. Cause you know, it's going to come, you know, they're going to do it, but I think our defense, I think we get one stop on the tush push. I think we get one. I hope um, so. I hope you're right. But really like watching their game versus the jets, the one game they've lost this season. Um, they, the jets were so physical. And I think that's what our team does really well too, is they're very physical. Like Justin yeah. Reed, he's going to make those big hits. Um, None of our guys are afraid to make big hits. So I think that's where the difference is going to come in uh, versus that Super Bowl game where we weren't quite as physical in my mind. But Well, and I will say I think another benefit that we have is we did play them before. So this kind of feels like, you know, we're not used to playing yeah. so often. So we did just play them recently. We did do a deep dive to understand who they are as a team because we did play them in the Super Bowl. So I'm sure Spags has already came up with so many things that he wants to do differently going against this team. And hopefully, you know, the offense and the special teams can adjust accordingly as well. Let's kind of talk about the special teams. I was going to say, I think Dallas Goddard is out. He might be out. He's out. I think he's on IR. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's on, yeah I was like, he's out for a while. That's big for them. Um, yeah, it's a big, big loss. Yeah, that's huge for them. But let's kind of talk about the special teams just for a little bit. Chrissy kind of talked about it earlier about how they just need to go out there and do their job. Why is that so important going into this week specifically? My, my big thing is with who our offense has been this season, I do not necessarily trust our offense to be able to make that big comeback like we did in the Super Bowl and things like that. We are not a team that has played from behind this year um, by much, by multiple scores, really. Um, and I look at our defense and the if we if our special teams doesn't do their job and get the ball to Patrick in good field position or they give the ball back to Philadelphia and good field position for Philadelphia, they're going to score. Okay. They've got an offense. I know their offense is struggling very similar to ours is, but they're going to score. So I, I feel like I don't want our special teams to directly impact how this game goes by causing our defense to be on the field more than they need to with bad field position, like the Denver game, where it felt like we just, I know there was a lot of turnovers, but there was just issues all over the place. Um, I, I just, I need the special teams to do their job, make good decisions, get the ball back to Patrick and not hurt anybody in the process. So it's just, and you know, like, like Lexi was saying earlier, if they can make that big play, because it seems Philadelphia's special teams maybe is a weakness of theirs. That's great. Take the moment when it presents itself, just do just it. Just not every time, right? Yeah. It's not every time. You don't have to make the big play every time. Sometimes the big play is a fair catch. Yes. And thank you. Yeah. 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 Right. And, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I, we've seen, just from what I've seen in their games, their special teams has not been a strong point. Now, watch, I'm going to say that, and then they'll figure it out for the Chiefs. Yeah, don't even say <laughs> it. We know how this works. Um, oh, Jeffrey, don't talk like that, man. Don't jinx us. I know, I know, I know. I saw it go oh, Jeffrey. Yeah, no. HB has been automatic. He's going to continue to be automatic. He Now, we'll all knock on wood as I say this. Everybody finds wood. Oh, Lexi, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Yeah. 
Don't tempt it. I guess you can go back and fire me if I jinx it. Um, but oh, here we go. Here we go. But no, I, I don't worry about Tommy or Harrison at this point. Um, <laughs> so dramatic. I'm that's who I am. I'm the dramatic. I know, I know. <laughs> I appreciate my whole it. life, um, baby. My whole life. But yeah, no, I just think McCole. I don't know. It's it's hard because I think he has wanted to prove himself over these last few weeks. I think that's um, been a, the big problem. Is he wants so to prove I hope, himself. I hope he just, I don't know. I hope Tobe gets back on his, gets off of his high horse and stops, stops trying to, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get off your Clydesdale, jump on the miniature pony and just get going. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I don't have much to add. I mean, like you said, Chrissy, it's just make better decisions. Don't field it if it's within the inside the 10. Give it back to your QB. Let the offense try and get going. I know that the offense has been struggling, but the answer isn't you fumbling a punt. Right. (laughs) You can't. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm not concerned about Buck or or, or Tommy. So I don't have much else to add. That's that's right. Go ahead and knock. Nope. I fully fully agree with all of y'all. I fully agree with all of y'all. Not going to be the dead horse. So. Uh, let's kind of collectively figure out what are the keys to winning this game. What are your three major keys to winning this game? I have um, I would say establishing the run game, consolidating our wide receiver targets, and um, I would say, I would say our, our since we are missing Nick Bolton slowing down the run game that's because we know they're going to throw and I don't I'm not worried about our secondary but I do worry sometimes about the run games especially because we're missing Nick Bolton so those are those are my three big three I think yeah mine is um I think I kind of said it earlier but just our defense being extremely physical um and also causing a turnover I think that's where the Jets really succeeded in beating the Eagles was causing those turnovers. And if you can get that good field position. So I think, yeah, uh, physical defense causing turnovers, um, getting Pacheco involved, like you said, and I think just some bigger tight end sets, they don't do great against tight ends. So if we can get Noah Gray and Travis Kelsey super involved, um, I think that's going to be the biggest things for me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I think, I think it's going to come down to some QB play from from Mahomes. He's got to be able to get rid of the ball quicker. He's Agreed. holding on to it way too long, and yes. it's leading to him making some poor decisions or throwing it into double coverage or in an interception or fumbling or whatever. So I think that's got to get cleaned up, and I think with that you need some clean tackle play from both Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith. I mean, you've got some bigger guys. You've got Jordan Davis and Hassan Reddick that are going to be coming from the Eagles. So I think it's going to be – Really important that that O-line plays well. Not that they haven't been, but I think that's a key. And then um, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, I think it's just about containing them and keeping them out of short yardage situations because if they're chipping away and they're running the ball like we know they can with Swift, then um, it's going to be tough because they're just going to move up and down the field with that, knowing that they can just tush push right on up the field. <laughs> a little tush push here and a little tush push there. That is so frustrating, too. <laughs> You get a touch push. You get a touch push. Yeah. It's uh, not even funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jody's like, I hate the touch push. It's so I hate it so much. 
it's not even funny anymore. I think for me, it's definitely going to get be being able to get that pressure on Jalen Hurts. He has a ton of interceptions already for this year, a ton of fumbles already for this year. And I think our front four, five, whatever spags decides he wants to do, will be able to create that pressure and get those turnovers. Um, I think the run game is very important in this game. We all know it. With when Isaiah Pacheco has at least 15 carries, the Chiefs are 10 and up. So as long as he has at least 15 carries a game, then we should be able to go out here and execute and win this game. Um, and I really think that it's important that if we start hot, we finish hot. Um, yeah, I really hate us coming out scoring 27 points and then doing absolutely nothing in the second half of the game. So I think coaching has to be better all around this game too. Yeah. I think. I know that they say – I know that the record is Andy Reid is always hot after the bye week, and normally I would 100% agree with that. But this offense has not been the offense that it's been lately. So even though we're that, that is very true and very accurate, I think that they cannot go into this game having that mindset, and they have to play a full four quarters to win this game on all three sides of the ball. 100%. So, so yeah. So let's get into – we can do score predictions really quickly. Yeah. 24 21 Chiefs. Ooh. I don't like it. 21. I don't like it because it's low and it's close and it's yeah. stressful. So, but that's just realistically the team we've been this season. So, no. So the defense is going to give up 21 points or the defense is going to put. Okay. Up. Okay. Hold on. Let me rephrase 21 14. We'll do that one. 21 14. Okay. I'll give us that because, yeah, our defense, I that was my bad. 21-14. Okay. okay. I'm feeling like a I'm feeling like a 27-17. Ooh, I like that better. Let's do that. <laughs> Please. Oh, <good> one. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, I'm gonna go 21-17. I don't know that we can get quite to 27. <laughs> I would love to see it. Down, come on. Right? Isn't that like we're like, I don't know if we can get to 27. Like, who have we become? Yeah, that is I know. so I, know. I hope I'm wrong, right? Like, I hope I, I would love you to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just keep trying to be right, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually think it's going to be around like 24 20. Uh, and that could be their field goal kicker, their kicker putting some points on the at board. the end. Yeah. Uh, but I. I do think that they're going to score over 14 or 17 this week because the Eagles are good. They're the number one team in the NFL, so I'm not going to slight them at all for that. So I do think it comes down to that. Um, God bless. If we can't put, like, more than 24 points on the board. I know. We really got some things to talk about. Like, we really got things to talk about. But I do have us getting the win. I think in order for last week's bye week to be successful, we definitely need to get the win today and keep making that gap in yeah. the AFC. So um, let's kind of talk about week 11. There's actually a lot of great games happening this week uh, for everybody, starting with Thursday night football. First of all, Thursday night football, Ravens, Bengals. Who y'all got? Amazon's got to be so happy. I know, <laughs> finally. Got a <laughs> I know. Yeah, are winning that game. Ravens. I got Ravens, yeah. I got Ravens too. <laughs> Even though it's in Cincinnati, but Cincinnati just lost in Cincinnati. Is it? Not I don't think in Baltimore. will be oh, playing either. Sorry. It's in Baltimore. My is mom. it? Is it? Oh, I was just checking. Here. I thought oh, it was. Oh, look, I've got it right here. 
Uh, it's a Baltimore. I did my homework today. I want to be different and pick Cincinnati, but I'm going to go Ravens too. I think the Ravens. Yeah. I know. I, yeah, I don't even I want to. can't even to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's in Baltimore. And I just, Cincinnati's not going to have T. Higgins. And apparently, Jamar Chase, I know he's been playing. I don't know how healthy he is. And on a short week, I don't know how he's going to be feeling with his back injury. I think um, Cincinnati's really frustrated with their run game too. Percy, I said that yeah. too. And apparently, Jamar had like 100 and 170 yards. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, does he actually have a back injury? That's why I did this earlier. Or, you know, does he have one and they had to use him so much and now he's on a short week? How is he going to be feeling? Right. So a lot of treatment. Oh, that's right. Uh, Trey Hendrickson is out too. I forgot yeah. Wasn't that on that? Like people were mad about that. He got like rolled into an accident because a guy fell or got pushed or yeah. something. Yeah. That's a big deal too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to see the Ravens win that too. Yeah. And uh, no offense to, well, actually this is, this is offensive, oh, but Hey, okay. Bengals fans, <laughs> I, I need them to take another loss because they, Please. Oh my God, they were insufferable the last week. And I don't like seeing it all over my timeline. Cause it's annoying. Wow. So you know what? Go Ravens. And I know, oh, and I know, Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I know that like we kind of need the bank or the Ravens to take an L because it puts yeah. them another game behind us. But like, yeah. I honestly would rather see the Bengals miss the playoffs completely. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, same Kylie. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for I saying that. I want them in the playoffs. And if this, if that means that yeah. the Ravens are only a game behind it, like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care either. Those are the exact words that I was getting ready to say. Oh, <laughs> because bring it. You I'm know, to take one more L, but the Bengals at home. Could you, could you imagine if the Chiefs missed the play? Not that we will this season, but like if that ever happened, like Cincy would like destroy us. Like their fans would be like insufferable. I swear I'm that they just sit around in like little groups and try to figure out how can we annoy Chiefs fans this week. Like, go, really get a job or something. <laughs> Find a hobby. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. Go spread cheer. Oh my god, but no, I was like, like, I'm getting something. God. I'm going Ravens this week as well. So there's there's a few AFC games that are pretty good. I mean, we got Raiders and Dolphins too. Uh, that Dolphins. game has I don't know, man. We'll see. Has potential. Has potential. I mean, I still think the Raiders suck, but you know that yeah. <laughs> I think the Raiders are not a good team, but I feel like they could beat the Ravens. The Ravens. The Raiders have a really freaking good defense. They have a good really Max good. Crosby. Yeah, they have Max Crosby. I mean, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, it's, people say Chris Jones for years, right? Until this right. year, this is the first year they've never not said Chris Jones. So I mean, I will, all you need yeah. is one person to make a difference on your defense. I'll give you that. Yeah, like I, I would say that. What is it? If Tua gets sacked more than three times, they lose. I think that's the the stat going around. So if Max Crosby or someone can get to him more than three times, I definitely could see them losing. I think. The hurting we put on them, I know they were in. They're coming out of a bye as well. I think that's yeah. going to stick with them. I think. I think I see the. I think I see the I, Dolphins winning this. I think you're right. I think the Dolphins probably do win, but I do think they're going to. I think they, there's a chance they take this game kind of lightly, um, just because the Dolphins it's, or the Raiders. It's the Raiders because they play um, us the week after. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. I just think. I don't you know. Think the Raiders are going to take this game lightly. Or the Dolphins. I think no, they have us circled. I think, I think, I think we're yeah. circled on their schedule. I yeah. think we're circled on everybody. Well, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but I, do, I, I do agree. I think the Dolphins are more dangerous coming off a of bye, and Raiders are kind of on that high where they're, 
You know, so they won their last two games. They're, they're feeling them. So, like, we're talking about how Texans oh, feel. So feel they might be, I Raiders actually, feel like they have less chaos. I think there's a chance both teams are overlooking this game a little bit, if I'm being honest. Who did Dolphins? Yeah, I think I got the Raiders winning this week. Oh. I think Dolphins, but I think it could be a good game. It has potential. I think I got the Raiders. Steelers Browns. Somehow the Steelers will win with nine points. They keep winning. (laughs) (laughs) If that happens, I will cry. There's no way. Ain't no way. (laughs) Uh, Another AFC game. There's so many good AFC games this week. And like y'all said earlier, every game is either like six and four, five and five, four and five. Like they're all right there in the AFC. So everyone's in the hunt. Everybody, yeah. it's week 10, 11, week 11. Yeah. Why are we already in the hunt? Week 11. Give me another three weeks. Okay. <laughs> not I know. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and then that's not how ratings work, Jody. <laughs> they got to get their clicks. Uh, yeah, I don't Jets know. Bills. I didn't get to say that one. Jets Bills? Jets Bills. Okay. That I game, like- I could see going either way. Didn't the Jets? Did the Jets already beat the Bills? Yeah, I bet the Bills. Yeah, won. and I mean Bills. The I know Bills- they just came off a bad loss, but they can't. They're they're in full well, blown chaos right now. So. Fired, fired the problem, so it should be. <laughs> it should be fine. They fired their safe out. Yeah, they fixed so, the problem. <laughs> I was not on Twitter a lot today, but when I did get on there, the amount of people I seen like, all right, y'all keep playing and think Josh Allen ain't the problem. Keep playing and act like he's, he's not the problem. Y'all don't problem. have to <laughs> Oh but you know, like Kylie said, hiring their offensive coordinator, that'll keep Josh from dropping the ball and yeah. you know, fumbling yeah. and throwing interceptions. That's I mean they fixed it. Yeah. Kylie called it. I you know, I don't I don't really have high hopes for the Bills in this game. I, I don't either. A lot of turmoil over there. I don't I don't think the locker room's good right now. Zach Wilson's I, gonna have the second oh, game of his season yeah. right here. Typically I would say like with a coach firing, sometimes that leads to teams winning because like we saw with the Raiders, that obviously was their toxic problem. I don't think that's the full problem in Buffalo. I feel like this one will divide that locker room even more so than it already is. And so, and the Jets have a really, I mean, the Jets have a really, really good defense and that's where he threw three or four interceptions at the beginning of the season. See, I talked about this last season and everyone thought I was being dramatic. I was like, oh, there's problems in that locker room. Everyone thought I was being dramatic. And I normally am the dramatic one, but also... I will say, um, before we get out of here, I, I did have a little bit of anxiety. I have the Chiefs winning this week, right? Okay. But the Ravens, the Browns, I mean, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Bills, all lost at home. Yeah. Somebody else. Oh, my God. Jody, what the? Knock on wood again. I don't know what you were throwing out there. Stop it right now. Because I, I had that same anxiety when I heard it. I was winning this week, but I cannot lie and not say that that was the first thing that popped in my mind when I went through and saw all the L's from the ASC. I was Monday like, oh night God. at Arrowhead, our fans will not let this happen. We will run Maybe. on the field and start coaching if we have to. Man, it's going to be right there. And it's going to be cold and rainy and nasty at Arrowhead. Next is it? Month. Is that the weather? I haven't even. Yeah, heard. it's supposed to be, be like our weather person. Let us know. 
I am the weather person. I was looking it up earlier. It is a high of. I'm going to come back with 53. Yeah. High of no 48. 48. Oh, well, where I live. 48 and 50% chance of rain. And what's the the low though? The game is at 7 p.m. Low is 39. 43. Are we looking at different? Mine says 43. I don't know. Either way, it's cold. It's going to be wintry. Country. <laughs> How are they so different? We're not that far from no. that. <laughs> so when I get on the pod next Tuesday, we'll not have a voice at all, by the way. We'll be sick. No. Taking we'll vitamins and aminos, trying not to uh, die over before things. You know what else I hate is that not only do we have to have a bye week, but we have to wait an entire Sunday again. <sighs> we have a mini bye on top of a bye. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it for sure. Yeah, bye and a half. I mean, no excuses. Both teams are going to be really fresh coming. We're both on a bye week. The Eagles were also on one. So, I mean, there's it's going to be a great game. Both teams are coming off of a win, which I think is a good thing because neither team is coming off of a loss, which yep. makes for even more of an interesting yeah. game, I think. They're um, going to be playing on real fresh grass. Wait, you mean that the field won't be different for one team versus so the other team? How does that work? Jody, make sure make sure that use logic. Jody, this, you need logic here. That obviously <laughs> is not how it works. Jody, Jody's gonna be at the game, so she can let us know if they switch the grass in between. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is this is important. Important investigative material. Very important. I will go live on journal. You're a journalist. If that happens. Well, anyway, let's get out of here. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Oh my gosh. I love being here, guys. This is so fun. I really again. I like I said, I just love what you guys do over here. I try to tune in when I can, and I just think you guys are all amazing. So thank you so much for having me. This is and you're amazing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, tell tell everybody where they can find you. Yes. Uh, so oh, I'm normally not physically, just digitally. <laughs> I'm normally running my mouth on Twitter, um, <laughs> but you can find me on on Wednesday nights. I'm live with How About Those Chiefs at 8 p.m. On Thursday nights, I'm live with the crew of Kingdom Cast at 8 p.m. And uh, you can find me at D Kylie Winfrey. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram or X or whatever you want to call Twitter. And I'm on Instagram. And um, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I came here tonight and it was fun. So <laughs> yeah. join us every now and then. So. Yes. Yeah. These ladies are amazing. You guys are amazing. I'm giving you a so round are you. How are you? Gosh. I, I appreciate women holding it down in men's spaces. I'm going to just say I, that. Luckily, we just have a women's space right here, but I love when a woman can handle her own when she's around the fellas. So kudos to you and keep inspiring the young children that are out (laughs) here. So, all right, well, let's wrap up and get out of here. We got to shout out the sponsor. The sponsor. Ken Seltzer, which... I don't know why I haven't drank one in like three We need to get Kylie years. some of these also, by the way. We I do. need to get some of those, gosh darn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you too. You also do. Uh, shout out to Ken Seltzer. I don't know if I'm glitching right now, so I'm going to just go. Oh, you're great. It. Amazing. You can get it at 13 plus locations in the Kansas City area. My favorite place to get it is at Border Brewery down in the Crossroads. 
95 calories a can made with all fruits, no artificial flavors. And trust me, it's really good mix. I'm excited to learn a Christmas cocktail version for you all. You're going to work on a recipe for you guys. Can you do a Thanksgiving one like for next week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can. Okay. You hear me? But it's Christmas. No, No, but Thanksgiving's next week, so it's soon. Thing before it, yeah. <laughs> I see my lovely Christmas tree. That I As we have our trees, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put my tree up on. Dang, I guess I'm not this weekend. I have, so, like, I've circled it. Kind of. <laughs> I I love it. <laughs> this weekend for me, we can talk about that offline. But it's looking like my Christmas tree might go up on Tuesday. So. <laughs> She's gonna put it up for the podcast. It'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, it'll be a live decorating. Gonna be, I'm just gonna turn the camera like the plasma light, but it's the king of queens. I would watch that, I would totally watch that. Totally, by the way, you'll hear me like cussing and standing on my script school because I'm too short to reach the top. <laughs> okay, I bought a tree that's too big for my living room, so that's my bad. It takes up half the living room. That's like the Griswold move. I, you get it. I have you, you, if you haven't seen my house, like I am. I'm, or, I'm borderline Griswold in. Like, yeah. uh, we're there. So, <laughs> pokes out the window. You got it. It's fine. I got to be that person in the neighborhood that lets everyone else, else know, like, hey, it's okay. You can put your last up. Crazy lady down the street already did it. <laughs> Listen, That's, I feel like we already have a bunch of people putting them up. It's crazy. I feel like everyone's decorating early this year, and it makes me so happy. I it's because like Thanksgiving's early this year. It so, is, it's yeah. like, I just, yeah, I don't know. We just, and it just brings joy. I feel like Christmas decorations just spark joy, and we need that. joy to the world right now. Remember last year I put my tree up on Halloween. If I could have oh, done it again, no. my year. mom and sister did that. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, don't I took my children trick or treating. They put up a tree. I always oh, think too late about Halloween to get a costume. So then I'm like, forget it, Christmas. And then I turn on Mariah Carey and I set my tree. Up. <laughs> oh no, you had that right here. Yeah, I got that song stuck in my head. Chrissy, get us out of here so we can go eat this. Oh my gosh, let me get us out of here. Gosh, we're talking so much. No. <laughs> I, have, I think it's well, hey, this is a big week in the NFL, like we talked about. Bengals, Texans, Ravens, Browns. No, that was last week. Sorry. Was- Ravens, Bengals. I we're talking too much Christmas. I'm in a great mood. It's fine. <laughs> Ravens, Bengals, Raiders, Dolphins, Steelers, Browns, Jets, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, rematch of the Super Bowl, Kelsey Brothers, New Heights podcast. This week is probably gonna be crazy awesome. Um, lots of Donnie Kelsey coverage, I'm sure. Um, there's some rumors that there's some time for Mr. Miss Miss T Swizzle to, to potentially make it to the game as well. So hey, Kelsey plays great. So please do that when you're there. I would love for her to show up because he does very well when she's there. Oh I need her to actually be at every game for the rest of the season. Forget <laughs> the Eras tour. You can postpone that chief season yeah. is more important. Right. Exactly. Priorities. <laughs> Taylor, I'll have my people call you your people. We'll get it scheduled. All right. All right. You can play concerts whenever. There's only so many Super Bowls you can win, okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. But um, so big weekend, um, really huge game. Monday Night Football at Arrowhead. As always, bring your A-game, Chiefs Kingdom. We're going to need it. The guys are going to need to feed off that energy because you know the Eagles are going to come here ready and seeking revenge. So let's kick some butt on Monday. And until next time, your queens have spoken. Bye, y'all.